This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Welcome to the Inheritance Cycle page-by-page podcast, where we'll be reading through all four books in the Inheritance Cycle series, chapter-by-chapter, page-by-page. We'll also offer our own insights, theories, and first impressions of the wonderful world of Allegasia. May good fortune rule over you, may the stars watch over you, and may peace live in your heart. Hello, and welcome to the Inheritance Page by Page podcast. I am one of your hosts, Austin, also known as Teacup. And I'm Shelby. You might know me as SheCup. Yeah, and we're really happy that you're here with us. And so before we jump into our chapter today, which is Awakening, I just wanted to bring y'all's attention to that we do have a Twitter. You can follow us at Inheritance Page on Twitter. And you can also support us by leaving ratings or reviews on Apple or Spotify. If you do leave us a rating or review on Apple that's five stars and has some words we will read it out on a future episode of the show and you can come and do that and we will be great great way to support us there another way to come hang out with us is to join our discord which that link will be in the episode description you can join us there you can talk about this podcast and this show you can talk about the um, Dragon Age lore cast the Assassin's Creed lore cast the Holocron's history podcast anything up or any other game to your heart's content there's lots of good people there we got about 150 people on the discord now and it's a great community come hang out with us and we'd love to have you there and that's really all i got and so let's just dive into it so this week we're talking about the awakening chapter and so awakening happens right after fate's gift which fate's gift revealed to us that hey this stone is actually a dragon egg and the dragon egg hatches and so this chapter basically follows aragon finding a place for the dragon he's kind of worried about it so but it can take care of itself and it can hunt for himself which kind of relieves aragon we also have this weird scene where something happens to his palm and a mark kind of happens on there. Uh, we also kind of see that the dragon has like this mental communication thing that's going on with Aragon. And so he's kind of hot. He's worried about the dragon. He's worried about Garrow and Rorin finding this dragon. Uh, he finds a home for it in the woods he realizes it can get his own food. And then he starts kind of this routine with the dragon where he, after his chores, he sneaks off to spend time with the dragon. They deepen that mental kind of connection. And at the end of the episode, we see that the dragon seems to be saying his name to him. And that's where the chapter ends. For me, at least my first impressions, my first impression is like I waited when I read this book for the first time, 
I was just like, where is the dragon? I want the dragon. You know, this is like, what, six or seven chapters into the book before we get the dragon. And so I was like, where's the dragon? And when I first, I was in fifth grade when I first read this book and I saw the dragon on the cover and I was like, oh, cool, dragons. And I fully expected to like meet this adult dragon. And then when we finally meet this dragon, it is this little tiny baby dragon that acts like a cat. Yeah, I see that. Um, yeah, I definitely see that. I think the cover very much paints the picture of the dragon as the main character. And that's not, that's not entirely accurate. Seeing as how the dragon still doesn't have a name, right? Um I had a lot of thoughts about this chapter, but most of them it kind of boils down to a couple themes. So I'll, I'll save that one last and then give like the random things I wrote down first. So first of all, the dragon's tiny. It says on page 38 that the dragon is no longer than Aragon's forearm and Aragon is still like a teenager at this time. So that's pretty small for a dragon. Um, I wrote down, does the oval thing on his hand, does that give him the power to communicate with the dragons or would he be able to do that otherwise? Um, so the answer to your question is yes. Okay. But we'll get the, the thing on his palm will come into play later. And it'll come into play in the chapters. And so I don't want to give too much away, but yes, he can commune with the dragon because of that. But also, no. But also, but also, yes. but also there's more is just what you're saying. Yes. That's fair. Um, another thing that I think is interesting is that like, he already is like, yes, I want to be a dragon rider. Like he we don't really even know as the reader what that is. I mean, I kind of know what that is. We don't really know all about them though. And he already is like, yeah, uh-huh. This is where I'm going to, this is uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. It's very much that kind of thing of just like the immediate acceptance of a call in kind of these hero stories. And that, I mean, even when you think about Star Wars, which I think is probably this story's closest comparison. When you think star wars luke is like yeah okay like he's at first like no i have to stay at the farm but once all the things happen he's like yeah okay i'm gonna be a jedi now i'm gonna be a jedi never really does he like bother to ask like what is a jedi what does it mean to be a jedi how do i become a jedi he's just like yeah i'm gonna do it <laughs> yeah exactly. no, i think that's fair i think that's very fair um and then, like, the last couple things that I have, these are more of the big themes that I saw throughout the chapter. And um, he's really, like, talking to the dragon constantly, sharing with it, providing for it as a teenager, very much, like, almost parenting this dragon. And I think that this very much shows his nature to nurture. Um, and I think this is going to be a big, big part of Aragon's personality. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, and I think that there's an important thing. I can't remember if it was this chapter or last chapter, but where Aragon is like, he briefly considers killing the dragon. 
And then the thought is so repugnant to him that he immediately is like, no, absolutely not. And I think that that's a theme that comes in that is like Aragon often chooses what is more difficult because he believes that it's what's right. Yes. Already we see, and this is kind of my second point, already we see that he has a very strong sense of right and wrong. And I don't think he's going to be a person that wavers from that very easily. No, not really. And I think that you really start to kind of see his not only commitment to right or wrong, but like even just commitment to always try to be kind, even when it's inconvenient. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, all right. You got any uh, anything else or predictions that you want to share? Um. Well, my only prediction is kind of silly, and that's that the dragon's probably going to be like an adult in the next chapter. Dragons do grow quickly. And I think we get that in this chapter. It talks about, oh, the dragon's already growing rapidly, and that's part of Aragorn's concern. Yeah, absolutely. All right. You got anything else? I don't think so. All right. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of the Inheritance Page by Page podcast. We will see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Inheritance Cycle Page by Page podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Inheritance Page or email us at inheritancepage at gmail.com. Make sure you join us on Discord in the Cups podcasting and more. All links are in the episode description. May good fortune rule over you. May the stars watch over you and may peace live in your heart.